unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Most of the problems that, that people have with the temple come because they don't know what to expect and they're exposed to this whole new thing and they're like, ah, well, and everything just happens all at once and you're like, what just happened? Getting fire hosed. Yeah, yeah, if you read the first four chapters of Genesis, you're already going to know sure, 75% <laughs> of, of what goes on in the temple. Hey guys. Welcome back to Saints and Scripted. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the Temple Endowment. We have done we have done a few videos about it, um, but this time we're going to dive into some more conversation. And we'll start off by giving just a little overview of what the endowment is, if you're new here, or just want a review because it's always nice. And then we'll share our opinions. You get to hear we're what we think. That's why you're here. And right. now we'll remind you that we are not official representatives of the church. We just are members and we love the gospel when we're here to share our thoughts. Yes. So, um, just as the prelim stuff, the endowment, when you go to receive your endowment at the temple, generally you do it right before you know a mission or before you're sealed in the temple, but you can also do it really anytime. It's just one of those steps that you take to prepare to go to the celestial kingdom. Right? And, and you have to be like at least 18 years old, like an adult. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then really the only requirement that's like set up is you have to be a worthy like temple recommend holder, like a worthy member of the church. So if you ever had a temple recommend interview or even a baptismal interview, they're pretty much the same. Just the fact that you keep the commandments, that you're willing to keep them. Um, so the, the requirements aren't that intense. Indeed. Yeah. Unless they are. That's... So in, in, in the endowment, there are a couple parts to it, right? You have what's called the washing and anointing, which is in, in we call it an initiatory ordinance, right? Uh, it's kind of the first part of the endowment. And uh, if you don't know anything about that, go watch the Faith and Beliefs video we did on that. Um, and the kind of the main portion of the endowment is the endowment. Uh, we call <laughs> yeah, it the endowment. Yeah. Um, and so the endowment. In the church, there's kind of this taboo that like because what happens in the temple is sacred, we can't talk about anything that happens inside the temple. And that bothers me to no end. Well, right? it's because there's like there are specific things, very specific yeah. things, to, We're like, to keep sacred where do and we not draw to talk about. But they're specifically stated in the temple. But then we're like, well, then it must apply to right my, my socks. Right, you, know, you can't know my socks are white. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and so as we talk about the temple, I mean, understand that that uh, we won't be talking about the very, very few specific things that we promise not to talk about, but the vast majority of what happens in the temple is open to reverent discussion, of course, because awesome, we, yeah. we do believe it is sacred. Um, and, and, and even if you're not a member of our church, like I think that you should respect the, the, the reverence, the, the sacred things of any religion and, right. and speak yeah. respectfully about them. But anyways... Um, did I interrupt you? Were you going to say something else? Oh, I was just going to say, like, in, like, there's, you have access to this information on the church's website. I mean, uh, news stations have done things, you know, like, people have talked about it. Um, but I think that, just remembering, like, that to respect our beliefs, right, talk about it reverently just as, as we would do to yours. Yeah. So, essentially, the uh, main portion of the endowment, what it is, is 
you making covenants. In fact, there we have like the church has talked about these covenants. They're the uh, law of obedience, law of sacrifice, law of the gospel, law of chastity, and law of consecration. And you can go look those things up, learn more about them. Um, but you make these covenants throughout kind of a narrative presentation. Um, where you learn about the... Where you learn about the three pillars of eternity. As I think. Very cool. I like that. Yeah, it's very dramatic. Phrase. Well, I thought it was, I think it was um, Elder Bruce R. McConkie that talks yeah. about those. But yeah, Creation, you learn about. Uh, oh, you got it. Oh, oh is, no, no. That, no, I'm yeah, sorry. Right. I'm just like, wait, wait, is that the first one though? Yeah, that's the okay, first it's one. The creation and then the fall. The fall. And then the atonement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the really? Of Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, yep. yeah. Cool. So essentially, what you're going to see in the endowment is kind of this presentation of representation of the creation, the fall, and, uh, and you're kind of a, a character throughout this narrative and you That's make true. covenants along the way and it kind of represents your journey through the fall, uh, through this fallen nature that, that we're uh, living under right now and it's kind of your journey back to God, right? Symbolically. Um, and there are things you learn along the way and it's a really great experience. Again, if you haven't seen the Faith and Beliefs episodes on this, we have the Faith and Belief series is the scripted part of Saints Unscripted. Right, it's the details. Yeah. Yeah. So go you watch it there. You got all the there. research behind it, yeah. David. Yeah. Like I, I do like how you said the, that we, we're like a character in it. I've never really thought of it that way, but I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That is, that is cool. That's a cool way to phrase it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so, so that's kind of what, that's a quick rundown of what is uh, going to happen in the temple. But today we wanted to talk more about... Um, our opinions on how you can prepare for this experience in the temple. So the three of us have received our endowment, right? Or as a lot of people would say, gone through the temple. That's kind of our jargon for saying we've gotten our endowment. Um, let's talk a little bit about the preparation there, kind of how that was for us. Like for me personally, I took a temple prep class. Now, not everybody does that. Um, I didn't. I didn't either. You didn't? Okay. I wish I had. But... Yeah. I mean... <sighs> Truly, I, I don't remember a lot from my temple prep class, but I mean, I think it was helpful and I think it can be a good resource, but also... What did they like talk about? They basically just talked to you about the importance of the temple. Um, and I think they go in a little bit into the endowment, but honestly, not that much. When yeah. I was, I mean, granted, this was... Sure, maybe the curriculum Six years changed. ago. Yeah. I feel like nowadays they're a little more... We've kind of come to be more like open about it and talking more about what's right. going on in the temple because I do remember going in there and being like what's going on like I did yeah, there was a exactly. lot I still didn't know and um but you can still get a good level of preparation I think by talking to your leaders and talking to others who have gone through the temple or like you said before looking at those videos and resources that are right. out there I mean there are so many things that go into preparing for the temple but I think a lot of that just kind of starts with your desire and your willingness. And if you have that, then you can prepare about it. Right. If you've made it this far, if you've been yeah. baptized and you've been able to like swallow the commandments and book more like swallow, swallow, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is a oh. lot to swallow. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Hard pill to swallow. <laughs> I was just stretching the metaphor. Mm. Or, but um, I feel like if you've made it this far as a member of the church to the point where you're like, I want to go and make more covenants then, like, you've already, like, made significant changes in your life. You know, we, we all did to follow the Savior or do. So if you keep that mindset, then anything in the temple is just going to be, like, another step. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. One piece of advice that I would have is to 
um, kind of do a good survey of the resources that are available to you. Because yeah, there's temple prep, uh, but there are also sources kind of scattered throughout the church's websites and publications yeah. Um, yeah. that can be helpful. They've recently done videos on, for example, um, there was a video on temple clothes. Um, one of the things that I hear from people that go through the temple um, is that it can be weird at first because they have no exposure to, for example, the different ceremonial clothes that we wear in the temple uh, right. ceremonies. And I understand that. Like if you don't yeah. if you don't know what to expect, you're going to be weirded out. Just like if you go to any other faiths, you know, if mm-hmm. I go to a, a Catholic mass for the first time and I see these people up at the pulpit wearing, mm-hmm. you know, robes and stuff, I might be weirded out and be like, I wonder why they're dressed that way, you know? Right. So it's important to kind of um, familiarize yourself with that kind of thing. And once you understand the history behind, you know, temple clothes and whatnot, mm-hmm. then it's not really a big deal. And you understand the significance and it's not just like a bunch of people dressed weirdly. It's, oh, I understand, you know. Off of what you're saying, learning those details as much as you can, I think helps you when you go into the temple, maybe you're able to focus more on like the Holy Ghost and how right. you feel and the actual covenants instead right. of those details that you hadn't seen before and you're kind of like, like whoa, that's different. For, yeah. you, know, you can focus on the most important. I mean, all of it's important, right? No, but, but I think I had, I had a friend, a roommate who he like straight up said <laughs> when he went to the temple, it like surprised him so much that he was like almost left the church and he was being dramatic, but I, he, cause he had been inactive most of his life. Oh. And then had like I want he like he wanted to come back he wanted to go on a mission so he kind of like turned things around over a short period of time, went to the temple without a lot of preparation and he remembered being very, like surprised because, what he said was like kind of like a cultish vibe, and and that's what, I think there needs to be a huge disclaimer because I don't know what people I don't know what comes to people's heads when they hear like the word cult but. If you do, so I took an Old Testament class before I went to the temple, like BYU. But that was helpful. It, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was the coolest thing ever. And my professor was fantastic. And we spent a good like two, three week section talking about the um, Temple of Solomon and the uh, tabernacle, uh, Moses' tabernacle, or the Israelites' tabernacle in the desert. I don't know. And and he just went through all the details of like the the structure of these temples, the symbolism of every action that they performed in those temples. And this, and like all of that, even the clothing that they wore while they were in the temple. And so when I showed up, I, I like it didn't even phase me because I knew that this is something that the church has been doing since the beginning of time, you know, or beginning of earth, right? Um, in some form, in some form, in, right? It's yeah. definitely changed. And so, yeah, like they used to sacrifice animals at the temple um, as a symbol for Jesus Christ's sacrifice. We don't sacrifice animals anymore, but there are plenty of symbols of Jesus Christ's sacrifice. You know, and then like the clothing they wore had a specific, had like significance and like there's similar things happening in the temple. Like, um, so I think that that definitely helped me the most. Like if you want to go through the Old Testament and just straight up look at pictures or depictions of what they did, like you'll be surprised at how similar it is. Yeah. I mean, honestly, here's the thing. I, most of the problems that, that people have with the temple come because they don't know what to expect and they're exposed to this whole new thing and they're like, ah, well, and everything just happens all at once and you're like, what just happened? Get fire hosed. Yeah, yeah, if you read the first four chapters of Genesis, you're already going to know 
75% of, of what goes on in the temple. Uh, I would suggest get familiar with um, the covenants that we mentioned yeah. earlier that you will be making in the temple. I, it bothers me a lot when people go through the temple and are expected to make covenants and they don't even know what the covenants are that they're going to be making. And I blame, you know, multiple sources, multiple <laughs> things. for there, there are a lot of factors that play into that, but, like, you should know what you're going to be committing to before you go there. Well, because there's a lot of pressure, too, if you aren't ready, and then you're sitting there, and then they're like, well, you do this and this and this, and you're like, wait, I actually didn't know yeah, this is yeah. what I was here to I, I've, You like, don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, you don't want to be stressed out. You'll probably say yes because you don't want to be socially awkward, but then in your heart, are you really ready? Yeah, yes. and mm-hmm. and to be clear that like these are all great cove- like covenanting to be faithful to your spouse like obviously a great thing but also you you just you want to be you want to be know. prepared. I think yeah. that the last one, the consecration, that's the one that has caught some of my friends off guard. Mm. Not that they didn't know that that's a covenant that has been made and that like oh yeah we all hope to make that covenant that we'll give everything to God. But I like remember my friend went and he was like his first thought is wait so I have to like am I selling my like, my car and everything now? Or, like, does it belong right. to the church? He got really, like, confused. He went along with it, and then later we talked about it, and he understood more, like, oh, it's if the church asks me to do a calling, if God does need me, I will. But it's not so much like, okay, now all of my money belongs to the church. and You know, like... Theoretically, it could be, though. It could be. And, and, that, and that's, that could happen. Like, that's, that's the thing, though. Like, if you do your research and you go back to the New Testament after Christ dies, what are the apostles living the law of consecration, yeah, you know? So there, there's just history to each one of these promises that we're making. And, and the more you prepare yourself, the better yeah. prepared you're going to be. So speaking of this kind of preparation, we've really focused on the endowment itself and the importance of preparing for it. I think that sometimes in the church, the endowment is also kind of used as a step towards something else. Like generally we go to prepare for a mission or we go to prepare to be sealed in the temple. And I think sometimes, not every time, but sometimes we tend to overlook like, okay, I got to get my endowment and then I can go on my mission or I got to get this done first and then I can go. And so sometimes maybe some people don't put as much thought mm-hmm. into what they're doing for the endowment and, yeah. and are thinking of, of more of just that that stepping stone. It's just something to check so, off a list. Yeah, some, yeah, something to check off a list. And like traditionally, it used to be that like a lot, only guys went on missions, right? Mm-hmm. And then they would only get their endowment right before like maybe a week before, and then sisters wouldn't get endowed until right before they were married, like literally the same day sometimes. It's like that was like yeah. traditional for a long time. I feel like it's changing now mm-hmm. for the better. A lot of people have that question, like if I'm not going to go on a mission or if I'm not you know, anywhere close to getting married, is it okay for me to go through the temple? And I think my answer to that would be whenever yeah. you feel like God wants you to go, Go for it. When you feel ready, right? Yeah. Because you, you just receive... If you have the desire to... Right. It's just more more power. Yeah. Like, you literally receive more access to, to God's power and influence. Yeah. I mean, that's something that we're all going to want yeah. eventually. So, why not do that? Yeah. In um, as much as you are faithful to those promises and covenants. Yeah, you're ready. Profit right there. Like, in as much. <laughs> as much. Wow, that, I really did. You I even did. got was, the finger awesome. going. Yeah, Dang I it. was like, let's get this man a pulpit. Um. <laughs> All right, guys. So these episodes are so short. We have so much more that we want to talk about. We have kind of a list of an outline of questions we wanted to address, and we've got to like 
half of them maybe. But uh, we have more information on the temple uh, in our faith and belief segment. Also, we have other episodes just of us talking about uh, different temp aspects of the temple. So go check those out. It might be a great way for you to prepare to enter the temple. Um, but yeah, if you have questions, let us know. Uh, obviously, the temple is, is sacred. If, if you want to message us personally, if, if that's a safer route for you, feel free to do that. And uh, leave your comments, leave your questions. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.